0: The Mike Morgan Podcast, guaranteed to make you laugh. Not a guarantee. Hola and buenos dias. Welcome to the Mike Morgan Podcast. I'm Mike Morgan, host of the Mike Morgan Podcast. Very welcome, guys. A quick episode this week. I had one episode up last week. I feel like I'll only get the chance to do one episode this week, guys, because I'm absolutely up the walls. Not only with comedy, but also working in a van. Working in a van, comedy, comedy, working in a van. That seems to be my life at the moment. Uh, but yeah, great to have it great to have it Sure, Jesus you're spending two years there in a pandemic doing absolutely nothing pulling the balls off yourself five or six times a day maybe seven and then do you know? Now, now life is back, so don't be complaining about it, Mike. Enjoy it. So yeah, I'm very happy to be very busy at the moment, and so I have an hour or two for myself. So I said, hey, let's get the podcast equipment and make an old podcast for all the Mike Morganites out there. Um, hopefully I have a few new fans after the couple of gigs I did during the week. I have to remember to do that after all my shows now. When I say goodnight, say, hey guys, I have a podcast. It's called the Mike Morgan Podcast. Every comedian that has a podcast... ...always plugs their podcast at the end of a show. And especially if you murder. Like, if you murder, definitely say it. Obviously, if you die on your hole, don't say anything about your podcast. But if you do very well, mention your podcast. And I did that at the weekend. So hopefully we get some new followers. And thanks for everybody who is. Five-star reviews and all that, really. I keep forgetting to say that as well, guys. Keep giving five-star reviews and recommending it to a friend. All that jazz. So last week, I had five gigs up in Dublin, guys. Two on Friday night... Tree on Saturday night. Great crack. Obviously, I was nervous enough about going up because of the riots last week, and I walked from the train station to the city centre. My girlfriend said, you better get a taxi. This is how she's finding out that I didn't get a taxi, probably from editing this podcast, but there was guards everywhere. I just downloaded the free taxi app, and I went uh, outside the door. There was guards everywhere everywhere I was like I'm safe as houses so I walked into the city no drama there was a guard at every corner I've never trusted the guards so much to be honest I was just like ah oh, you know what nothing bad's going to happen with these guys around me so that's per- I don't do you know what I think the public the public's perception of guards police in Ireland ...has risen, I would say, if it was a stock... ...50% in the last week, due to the riots. A lot of guards are coming out as heroes, which is great to see. Great to see. It's it's a tiring narrative, just going, fuck the police all the time in every single country. So let's give a pat on the back. Uh, It's not like they're on fucking 4 million euro a year. Like, they're taking bullets. Not bullets. Not the Irish guards, anyway. They're not really taking bullets. But they're taking slaps in the face for us, guys. So let's show some respect. But, um, yeah, so went up, did the gigs. Friday night, did two gigs very happy with him i didn't get home till half four my girlfriend went to a joanne McNally and vogue williams podcast that was also on in dublin so we kind of got lost and we had to collect the baby who was being babysitted in turlist with her grandmother didn't get home till half four guys and i drank so much coffee the fact when i got home then and i tried to go to sleep i couldn't sleep i was awake at six o'clock and then i had to wake up again in the morning and go back up to dublin to do another three shows i'm like why the fuck do i do this why the fuck do I do this? And then I was there, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I do it, because I love it, baby, because I love it. So I got up, went up to Dublin again, three shows. There was even a half-five show. I had to be there for five o'clock because there was a half-five show. I was like, who's going showing up to a half-five show? Ended up being sold out, and probably the best gig that all the comedians involved did in the five shows, do you know, that kind of way. But um, great crowds, uh, excellent to crack then. Check it out, guys. If you're ever in Dublin, they do shows six nights of the week, and they're very good to me. They actually put me on TV, on Virgin Media, the cracked in, so they're very good to me, to be fair. Go check them out if you're ever in Dublin. I would say, out of the five gigs, I did two gigs that were like a six or seven out of ten, that were only alright, and then the other three then were like eight or nine. I was very happy with them, learned some new stuff, tried out some new stuff. I brought the Polish character to Dublin again, tried out a new bits with him. Loads of different stuff, so I was happy with that. I won't give myself ten out of ten, because you can't be handing out ten out of tens willy-nilly. I'd say I've only had about three to five 10 out of 10 gigs in my whole career. So uh, in my seven year career so far. So uh, you have to be pretty special to get a 10 out of 10. So a couple of eights, couple of eights. I'm happy enough with that. So um, yeah, came home then that night, woke up in the morning, I had the power wash truck. So Friday night, didn't get home till half four. Saturday, didn't get home till three o'clock in the morning. Got up then in the morning, Power washed a load of trucks and then went up to Forte to visit Santa Claus. Yeah, and you know what, guys? It was unreal. I obviously went up with my daughter. I didn't go up by myself to visit fucking Santa Claus, obviously. But me and my girlfriend went up and, yeah, we we visited Santa Claus with my mother, with my sister and her kids. And uh, it was unbelievable. What an experience. I really had that Christmas feeling back now. Um, that I haven't had in a long long time to be honest with you I think I kind of drift through life there And sometimes you get down around Christmas Because you concentrate on the things you don't have But I feel in the last few years I'm a bit happier And Christmas is a bit happier as well So yeah I got that Christmas that Christmas spirit back So I met Santa Claus Georgia met Santa Claus And we came home and I was asleep for about 8 o'clock guys 8 o'clock, and then I slept for about 14 hours. I needed it, and I woke up shattered. I woke up absolutely shattered after a 14-hour sleep, overtired. And uh, also, just before we get into the main main part of the podcast, obviously, I have a good few gigs this week, so you have no excuse if you're from Cork or uh, not to see me, okay? So Wednesday, I will be in Sea Church in Ballycotton with Chris Kent and Mike Rice. And then Thursday, I will be in Ballincolig with Chris Kent and Mike Rice. And then Friday, I believe, I'll have to to check my messages. I believe I'm in the Cocoa Club. I I am in the Cocoa Club. And And Saturday, I'm in the Cocoa Club as well. So there's four shows this week that you can come see me. So if you live in Cork, no excuses, guys. Come out to Come check it out. So anyway, Christmas around the corner, guys. I hope you have your Christmas shopping done. I am very lucky that my girlfriend is so organized because it means I have to do fuck all, really, and everything's done at the start of December instead of single me that was up in Manhattan Point Christmas Eve uh buying, panic buying gifts, overpriced gifts, and people didn't even like the gifts that I was getting them. At least Jess, Jess is thinking about it all year. It's actually kind of headwrecking. She be in July. Do you think these would be all right for Christmas? It's like, how are you thinking of Christmas? Like, it's 40 degrees outside. I'm sweating, and you're thinking of Christmas for our ne- for my nephew, or a present for my nephew. Like, it's crazy. But when it gets to this part of the year, I'm very happy that she does it. It's so good that I get to concentrate on other things. Like, I'm already planning New Year's resolutions. Like, that's going to be something we talk about in January. And I'm already building myself up to what's my New Year's resolution going to be and you know what, I'm 31, I'll be 32 soon, and the 20s are over, when you can eat what you want, drink what you want, smoke what you want, snort what you want, I don't know, whatever your poison is, flake it into your eyeball for all I care, but you could do what you want, and you could get away with it, and now things are slightly catching up with me, I feel like I smoke fags, I don't really drink, but I smoke Scoobies from time to time if that time is every day, and also, uh, nah, not every day, but you know what I mean, I smoke Scoobies, um, my diet ain't the best, so my first New Year's resolution, and it's actually Actually, going to piss people off, but I'm going to I'm, go, I, I'm going to talk about society's view in it in just one second. I need to gain weight. I'm not on about fucking g- like getting muscles or anything like that. I am j- I just need to gain weight. I am not a foodie. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm not an actual foodie. It's not it's not in me. Like, I think a man fully grown man is supposed to eat 2000 or 2500 calories every day i don't think once in my fucking life have i eaten 2500 calories not once not once i can't i can't eat breakfast i get up my like i I, if i ate breakfast i would get sick i i get sick immediately my girlfriend can roll out a bed into a bowl of cornflakes and a fry like doesn't it well she's a vegetarian but you know what i mean People can eat in the morning, no problem. I can't. I, I often forget to eat breakfast, lunch, and I'm there at dinner going, oh, this is my first meal of the day. Like, today, no, my first bite was 5 o'clock. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's very bad for you, like. Do you know what? That's very bad. Now, after 5 o'clock, I'll eat all around me. Like, I'll eat a big dinner, and I'll be pecking around the kitchen for ages. I'll go back up at 8, get something else. Do you know what I mean? I, I will eat. Like, I'm not saying I eat nothing. I do eat stuff, but it seems to be after 4 and 5 o'clock. I think people call that the keto diet. Or the intermittent fasting—I don't know which one that is—but I seem to do that by accident. Do you know, like that just seems to be my natural diet. When I was growing up, none of my brothers and sisters had a breakfast. None of us did. My dad don't eat a breakfast, like so. Like we, it was never a big thing. I didn't want when I never. I want like we were starving and couldn't afford breakfast. It was like do you know, I, I, none of us wanted. It. None of us wanted breakfast. We'd gawk if we had to have breakfast. We would get sick all over the table. So. It, it no I'm not saying right so basically what i'm saying is in society we seem to have uh, a big thing where fat people or big people or obese people you can't say anything about them no not that I would Jesus christ i'm not i'm not here this isn't a podcast where I'm slagging heavy people like I, I that ain't it but it seems you get a free hit at, at skinny people people can say whatever they want to skinny scrawny people like you know like i've had obese people say to me like there's not a pick on you kid there's not a pick on you like you need to start eating but like you're fucking five stone overweight mate you're like i if i went up to you and goes mate you need to lay off the eat and you're gonna die of diabetes like i'd be in trouble of it like i'd be the prick then do you know what i mean i'd be the dude then you can't say that dude you can't say that about a fat person but fat people say shit to me all the time about being skinny like do you know what i mean there's not a pick on you does not look at you lad, you're, you're, you're fucking, there's nothing on you, all this kind of stuff. Leave me alone, boy, I don't mention your weight problems, like. it's a, I'm not a foodie, like. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a foodie, but I do understand. I'm getting to my 30s and it, there is problems with stomach stuff in my family from obviously not a great diet, like, do you know what I mean? From my mother's side, her two brothers, her dad, they didn't have great stomachs. You, and they have shit diets and they love spicy food, my uncles. Like, same with me. Like, I'll eat fuck all and then I'll tuck into a dress. Like, that's not good for your, that can't be good for your stomach, like. So I have to really, at 31, 32 now, I have a chance to turn it around. Just get one extra meal into me a day. of good, And not eating shit at night, that's the other thing. I end up not eating a lot of good things that by the time it gets to night, night time, I'm just eating all around me a lot of bollocks. Do you know what I mean? Like, even there the last day, know, like, I'm addicted to pepperamis, yet I, I'm not eating my vegetables. Do you know that kind of way? So even the stuff I am eating is offering no nutrition to my life. So, I really need to sort it out, but in society, leave skinny people alone. Leave my skinny brothers and sisters alone, okay? Even in songs no, Nicki Minaj and all them have songs there, it's like, Skinny bitches, fuck all the skinny bitches. Fuck the skinny bitches, fuck all the skinny bitches. What? What are you talk? fuck all skinny, because they take care of themselves, is it? Do you know what I mean? Because they go for a walk in the evening, like, fuck them, is it? We love them fat bitches. Oh, oh, what's that tune? What's that tune that came out years ago? I used to laugh at it when I used to hear, hear of it. Like whoa. two seconds now, I need to get the melody. Yeah, your mama she told me don't worry about your size. She said boys like a little more booty to hold at night. That booty, it, booty. It. All right, okay. How does it continue, guys? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get the melody to this. Where I'm gonna have to type it up. Two seconds. Okay, boom, I got it. It's called um, All About That Bass. Do you remember that tune? All About That Bass. About That Bass. No treble. The opening words to that song is... Two seconds, now I fucked it up again. I'm bringing booty back and you can go tell them skinny bitches that. What? Why is in society you now all fat people just me right okay obviously there was magazines and everyone had to be a supermodel before and all that kind of stuff but like, and, and maybe girls felt shit because they weren't that size but why now in society do we feel a need to pick on skinny girls like Just the way that like girls have a problem with eating too much I promise you there's dust out there that actually boys and girls we just don't eat a lot. We just don't eat a lot it's the way we were made up but somehow people can be genetically fat and then people who are genetically skinny then fuck all them skinny bitches. Fuck them skinny bitches. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I hate that in society. Can't say nothing about fat people. Fat people can say whatever they want about skinny people. Anyway, I need to gain some weight, y'all. Okay, anyway, next thing on my list that I really need to do in the new year, and it's been on my list for years, and I can't knock it, it's the hardest thing in the world, the biggest regret in my life, smoking cigarettes, guys. If you're still out there smoking cigarettes, I feel your pain, man. I haven't enjoyed a cigarette in about fucking 10 years. All it is is addiction, like. That's all it is, addiction. When I was 14, 15, started smoking fags and always said in the back of my head, when I'm 20 or when I'm 18, I, I, I'll stop. Or when I'm 20, i I'm stop. And then when I was 20, I said, when I'm fucking 25, I'll stop. And when I was 25, 30, I'll stop. I'm 31 going on 32, I'm smoking fags still. Smoking fags still. I've a daughter now, like, and every cigarette I smoke, I'm on my fucking back about it constantly. It's not like I'm even enjoying cigarettes anymore. Every cigarette I'm smoking is like, man, you mightn't be around then to see your daughter then over this stupid shit, like, do you know what I mean, like, it's stupid, I hate it, they say don't have any regrets in your life, that is the biggest regret in, like, if I could change one thing, one thing it would be that. It would be that I would love. I often wonder what life would have been like if I didn't smoke cigarettes. Not that I would have played for Liverpool or anything, but like I was playing sport at a high standard, and I was the only one. I know for a fact the only one smoking fags or dope on that fucking team. I was the only fucking dope on that team. Do you know what I mean? And I still carry that with me. I would have never have made it to a big level or anything like that. But Jesus, I didn't. I, do you know. You should have no regrets or leave nothing behind or do you know what I mean? Do everything you can and I didn't do everything I could. Do you know what I mean? And it's something that crosses my mind um, every now and then like which I should stop beating myself up about but it's over but like I'm still smoking cigarettes. So what's that about? Like I really need to stop do You know what I mean? And I know how bad. I don't need lectures on them. I don't need recommendations for books or podcasts or all that. I have them all. It's my own it's my own head that's stopping me like it's my own, it's ah oh, lad. I don't know how to describe it. I, if you've never been addicted to cigarettes, um I actually can't describe it because I've been addicted to other things, and at least I've liked those things, do you know? at least pepperamis, I like pepperamis like I actually like pepperamis. I When I eat them, I enjoy them. I don't beat myself up about it. I'm like, that's decent. Oh, get in there, pepperami. Yeah, can't wait for the next one. But cigarettes, I'm like, am I doing this again? Am I doing this again, lighting it up? I'm like, oh, lads. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't need that 10 times a day, 15 times a day, however however many fags I smoke. it. I don't need that. Do you know what I mean? I'm already on my own back about enough shit that I don't need that. So I'm really, really, really going to give it my best effort on the 1st of January because I'm absolutely... Um, sick to death of it sick to death of how I smell the way my teeth look um, just everything boy. My, my throat my breathing when I play soccer matches do you know what I mean it's a fucking joke it's a joke and um, there's, no, there's no positives to it absolutely zero positives to it and I, I really beat myself up about it and if you're a smoker out there that listens to this podcast let's do it together let's do it together 1st of January let's do it together and we'll document it week by week on the podcast how we're getting on I'll probably have killed the whole house by week week two i'd say but like you know what i mean i i i have to do it folks i have to do it and the last thing that is more of mental this is more of a mental thing that i need to change in the new year not so much physically giving up something or taking up something or trying to do something it's to be more positive i am the most negative human being i have ever met in my life to myself I am very, like I was saying about the fags, I would say shit in my own head to myself that I would not say to anybody else. Like, everything shit. everything shit. Do you know what I mean? Half, like, like, my girlfriend's half full, I'm like, the glass ain't even there. Do you know what I mean? I tried being positive once, it was a lot of shit. That's a good one-liner joke, actually. That could be good. I tried being positive once, it was a lot of shit. Nah, fuck it, nah. Here, maybe a bit of wordplay, that might do better. But anyway, I have to try being more positive definitely, because negative has got me nowhere, well, it's got me, uh, do you know what, I'm very lucky, I have loads, but like, you know what I mean, I'm very, very, very negative, and the people that I know, who are very, very positive, shit seems to happen, like, stuff seems to happen that they want, like, they like this whole thing of just being positive, and do you know what, I am going to do that, I am that, do you know what I mean, I can do that, instead of going, I'm not good enough, why would I be able to do that, does 10 other people that can do that, do you know what I mean, fuck that now, from now on, it's just a change of mindset, and it's like, back myself, and be a bit more confident, do you know that kind of way, um, I'm confident about other things, it's just like, and I'm confident in people, I trust people, I love people, and like, I'll always be positive to people around me, but for some reason, myself, I just don't back myself, I'm very hard on myself, and i More than ever in this past year, especially the first part of this year in 2023, I've never taught myself out of things as much as I have. Like I've had ideas and I think myself out of that idea for no reason. Like I used to be fearless, fearless. I used to have no problem making mistakes, putting it out there into the world and no problem with failing. But for some reason in the start of 2023, I I, I just used to think myself into oblivion. Like think too much that I won't do it overthink the situation so much that I would get negative thoughts and think so much about how the idea would not work or that plan would not work or I am not good enough you will not be able to do this do you know what the fuck is that about like what is that about because I've seen people that I thought could not achieve something and because they thought they could achieve it they achieved it I've seen that in all my life I've seen that People that are so positive, like think back to school, the people you went that were just so positive. You're like, why are you so happy in the morning? This guy is so fucking happy in the morning. Why is he so happy? That guy backs himself, man. And he's doing all the things that he wants to do and knows he can do. Even if he's not good enough to do it, fuck it, his own brain is getting him there to do it. Do you know? So positivity, positivity. I'm going to be way more positive, not only to everybody else, but more so and especially myself. Every time I have a a bad notion, no, I have to have another. Do you know, we all have that angel and devil on our shoulder. Well, I feel like the devil is a bit louder now than the angel at the moment. So I got to bring the angel back and shut that devil up. Now, I'm not saying he needs to go away. That devil needs to be there to talk you out of stupid shit as well. Sometimes you need him there. Obviously, if I get rid of all the negativity, uh, the, the devil on my shoulder, let's say, he's there to save your life and keep you out of stupid shit as well. But I just feel he's too loud this year the negativity was too loud this year, and the positivity was quiet as a mouse, like, it's, like, even chatting there with, with like, my friend, or uh, chatting with my girlfriend, like, they have to tell me, like, that they're, that that I should be positive, like, they have to outline why I should be proud, like, instead of me thinking it up, or me fucking going, this isn't good enough, so if others are kind of, people around me that I love are saying it to me, like, do you know what I mean, like, I should be better to myself as well, and I think we all should, in a day of social media as well, and in a day of, we know everyone's thoughts, and Instagram, I fucking hate Instagram, Instagram is actually the one where I have, like I have 200,000 followers on TikTok, about 16,000 on Facebook, I've only about three on Instagram, the reason being, I'm never on Instagram, because Instagram is how great my life is going, like, that's it, like, everybody telling each other how great your life is going, like, and that'll get, not that it'll get you down, but, like, you know, we often feel when everybody else is doing great, it's like, why aren't I doing great, uh, why is this happening, me, not that you feel bad at anybody, I'd never wish bad, and I hope everybody's happy, obviously, but you know what I mean, social media gets you down, man, instead of being in your own bubble with people that you love and trust, you're just exposed to all this negativity constantly on social media, and no wonder we're all down, so on top of that, I have a couple of friends who don't have social media, and they actually seem like the happiest people in the world. Now, I know I must have social media in order to be a stand-up comedian, uh, to make it at any capacity. I must be on social media. But this scrolling and this flicking through two hours of TikTok or flicking through my, my Instagram feed or your YouTube shorts, that needs to go. That needs to go, man. Uh, and that'll go with my positivity as well So not o- it's not only a mind switch of hey, I need to be more positive What can I do in my life To make my life more positive Less social media Less, less phone time in general, more writing, more creativity, make more podcasts. Like, pod, like I even said in my first episode of this podcast, I am doing this for my mental health because at the time I went through a b- even leading up to my opening episode of the podcast, I wanted to make the podcast for ages, but the devil on my shoulder was telling me, stop, don't do it. Do you know? So he needs to go. I like being creative. I like doing silly raps and songs that people think are shit because I become, I'm whistling away and I'm happy and I, I, do you know what I mean? I, I like being a messer. I am that. That's why I'm on this fucking world to be a messer. And Like what I get when people laugh at me lads. What I get. A million dollars wouldn't do that to some people. like. I swear to God. So I need to stop being negative, be more positive and when I'm more positive I can bring more positivity to the world and make the world a better place and all that. Look that's very cheesy but that's Honestly, what I believe in right now. So, the three things I need to gain weight like, literally, Mike, please eat 2,000 calories a day. Please just eat that. I'm not all about gaining muscle, just gain some fucking weight. Okay, give up smoking cigarettes, they have no benefit to my life whatsoever. And the third thing is be positive, no more negativity. Stop being negative, and I guarantee we'll try and make it uh, to the highest level I can as a comedian. Because I feel like I am, I like, I, I don't want. I feel like I am good enough to be further along in my career. The only thing that's stopping me is me, like not anybody else. Not, I, I, have no fingers to blame. I've no one to go. It's his fault. It's her fault. It's, it's that club's fault. It's, it's the fucking Facebook's fault. It's none of that. It's my fault. I know it is, and it's from being so negative. So that's all stopping right now. Well, in the New Year, 1st of January. <laughs> no, no, today. And I am being more positive, to be fair. But that that needs to change. And I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. And look, join me on it. If you smoke cigarettes, let's give them up the 1st of January. If you're a negative person like me, if you're a glass half empty type of person, let's try do this in the 1st of January. Let's all try change this. And, and, and get through it together. And if you're a foodie, not a foodie like me, and a skinny, kind of scrawny guy, let's eat more, lad. Let's get some more smoothies into us, lad. Some more goodness. No more fucking kebabs at one o'clock at night being your only fucking thing, like. Do you know what I mean? Or eating fucking crinkle-cut kiosk salt and Atlantic sea salt and vinegar, or whatever oh, that, that beauty... I could really go for that now. That's beautiful. Anyway, let's all try, you know what I mean, for ourselves, not for anybody else. For ourselves, do you know? Because... Sometimes I'd be so down, I'd be like, why would anybody even like me? And then you're down and you're talking like that. And it's like, what the fuck? And you become an unbearable person, didn't I? Switch all that around. Your class, everyone thinks you're class. And the people that don't think you're class, you don't give a fuck about them anyway. Do you know what I mean? Let's drive it on. You're beautiful, it's true. No, that's not the song I wanted to sing. What's that one? What's that one, Christina Aguilera? You're beautiful? No matter what they say, yes, words can... Bring us down, oh, so don't you bring me down today. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love.